What's up, planner lovers? This is your girl, Sharice, and I'm back for another episode of the Plan on Purpose podcast. This week, we are hearing from Jasmine over at Jazz Up The Plan, and I loved this conversation. She shares with us her journey from starting to plan to ending up on the Happy Planner Squad and all that came with that. It's been a ride for her, and I'm happy that I have been able to share her story because I think it's a really good one and definitely one that you will learn from. Let's get into it. How did you get into planning? All right. So the short story (laughs) is that my grandmother sent me these, like, after I had my first uh, child, I was just like home alone, just no idea what I was doing. And my grandma sent me these um, like adult coloring books and I was super nerdy and I went online looking for like the best pens to color in the books. And I saw um, Belinda Celine uh, with a happy planner and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, like I probably need this to get my life together. I literally hate going to the doctor. So I would avoid like all the calls (laughs) and like forget everything. And um, I picked up a mini happy planner around like 2017 and Mm -hmm. I used it pretty functionally. um, But I didn't really get into like planning, like how I plan now until about December of 2018. I picked up a vertical, a vertical happy planner from Walmart and like, then I actually used a planner as a planner. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. So you started pretty, pretty recently then. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty new. (laughs) That's really cool for what you've been able to do. I mean, and being been able to learn, I would say, just starting like a couple of years ago. That's amazing. Stuff that you're doing. It took me a while to go, wait a minute, I can put that together. I can do that <laughs> like that. Oh, you can put this sticker. Oh, like I'm a very symmetrical person. So like right. the, the, when I see people putting stickers on top of each other, I'm like, ooh, that don't go there. But then <laughs> so. So you knew pretty much you were into Happy Planner, like, from the jump then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Well, yeah. I didn't know about any of these other planners or anything like that. I just saw the video, and I was like, okay, like, that can work. I didn't know about any other brand or anything like that until I got on Instagram. And I went to a planner meetup, actually, and the lady was like, what's your planner Instagram? And I was like, what is that? <laughs> she was like... you. you- you got one of those? <laughs> I was like, what is that? And she was like, you know, and she asked me, she's like, well, how did you find like the meetup? And I was like, well, I was just on my regular Instagram. And I, I guess they suggested it since we live in the same area or whatever. And yeah. she was like, no, like there's this whole world and we all have planner Instagrams and everything. And I was like, I ran home and I just like made one. And like the first photo had like horrible lighting and everything. But I was just like excited to just be in the world, you know? <laughs> yeah, same same so you basically were just like I'm gonna jump in it now did you fall down the rabbit hole because I feel like we all go down the rabbit hole at least once yeah I bought yeah I bought all the stickers like I went from having like two sticker books and one planner to like by March I had like every possible like way too many stickers (laughs) yeah way too many All the Etsy shops and everything. Etsy's so dangerous. Like you just click order everything. Is it? It's, it's horrible. <laughs> You'll be up in the middle of the night and you just go and you can't yeah. go back to sleep. And next thing you know, forty dollars later, like <laughs> <laughs> I know. All my the stickers. He'll wake up and he'll see the thing. He's like, 
what is this? Like, what is cats and planning or what is this? And I'm just like, oh, it's just stickers. And he's like, this all looks suspect. <laughs> I'm like, like don't I don't know what this is. How do you know who this person is? Don't is she gonna send a box? Just don't yeah, worry about it. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> so do you think your life has changed at all since um starting the plan? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when I well, when I moved to Virginia, um I was pretty lost. Like I'm only 25. So I was, my original plan obviously was to like, you know, go to college and finish college and everything like that. But I couldn't afford to finish college. And so for like a few years, I was just kind of like lost in the sauce, like no idea what I was doing. And then because I had cancer, like I didn't even know I could get pregnant or have a baby anyway, because that was like Mm. one of the possibilities. And so when I had my daughter, I was just like, in a new place with this baby. I didn't even know like what's going to be an option and just like no idea. And like my whole identity was pretty much just like wrapped up in her. And so when I started creative planning, it gave me an outlet that like was just for me. And then when I started the Instagram, it gave me like other people I could talk to about the, about the hobby. Yeah. That's the best thing. I think having like planner friends. Yeah. So that, you know, when you open your package and your significant other is sitting there looking at you or whomever is sitting there looking at you like right. it's just paper. You're right, like, what are right. you talking about? This is 70 pounds. <laughs> and they're like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah. yeah like he's but really that, supportive, but he, he doesn't get it. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't get it. Oh, so. yeah. They don't get it. <laughs> well, that's, that's a really amazing, though, your your story that like you ended up having um Having your daughter, how how did that go for you? If you don't mind me asking, like how was how was that experience? Uh, having my daughter, that was mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty exciting. I mean, I don't know. I'm the oldest of five, so I guess like like babies aren't new to me, but it was definitely different. Like I realized soon, I was like, this is not the same as being an older sister. Like, and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> not at all. And uh, it was definitely a learning curve. I think. Um, through planning also, I just kind of learned that, like, not everything's going to get checked off. Like, it's going to just be some days where just stuff don't get done because mm-hmm. she won't allow me to do it. And, like, yeah. my son even more just proves, like, you just got to go with what they're doing. Like, that's the real plan. You know what I mean? Like, Do you think it, it was, helps you at all being, like, you're planning kind of, like, being a mom? It does. It, it does. I mean, she definitely enjoys, like, seeing me. Like, she gets excited just as much as I do, like, about Happy Planner, just because she knows that it makes me happy. And, um, yeah, growing up, like, the last, like, few years when I was at home, my mom wasn't very, very happy. Like, she was going through a lot. There was just a lot going on in our home. And so, I like, I don't know, I find, like, planning, just having this hobby, like, shows that you can be happy and still be a mom. I think that's, like the most important and why I keep pushing through pushing through all of this because I'm like I need to show her that you can be more than just like the person that does the laundry <laughs> and fills up the cups you know yes there's still you inside of them yeah yeah I struggle with that too sometimes and I just have a, a little guy but you know I'm, I'm my husband and we're far away from my family I, I think I told you um where I live and so like it's hard it's right. hard to find your own space so yeah it's good that you found that. No, you, I've seen your, first of all, your handwriting, because I still write like a kindergartner. So like <laughs> beautiful, beautiful journaling pages. 
Do you think any of that has influenced the way that you plan? Yeah, I mean, I was, I think at first I was a perfectionist. Like, I, everything was in the box the way you said. I was just like, mm-hmm. um, I was like, what is this? And then, um, but I actually look, um, I watched like more journaling videos than I do planning videos and more like art videos than I do that. And so that is pretty much what influences my planning, like creative planning style. And, um, just like avoiding procrastination. So like I have to make sure that I have space to write and all that. And then I do keep the journal because even though I check everything off, it's like not the same satisfaction of just like writing all your thoughts down and just getting it all out. Like it's not the same thing. Absolutely. I I totally agree with you. I bought a, um, an A6 Hobonichi for that. Yeah. Um, just like this. And I was just like, I want to do something once a day. And I've been kind of on and off with it, but right. I'm noticing it's not enough space. I'm like, okay, I need an A5 <laughs> or something. Yeah. I need a something because this is not enough space for me to write like <laughs> my little things about what's right. happening, especially with the co- cool pictures that I take of my son and stuff. So you're, you're journaling, you're planning. How did your 100-day project come about? I saw that, and I was like, this is so cool. So tell me a little lost. bit about that. It it, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, you just said, I'm my mom. I have two kids. <laughs> you know, Beyonce, that means you're getting ready to get married. You out here killing your planner girls. So uh, you stopped you. It's okay. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I just want to know how it got started. Like, what made you say, I'm going to sit down and even try this? Um, I saw it last year and last year, I think I tried it for like a few days. Um, and it's just to like, I guess, build a habit. You can make it whatever you want. I've seen people like a hundred days of, I don't know, like exercising or whatever, but, yeah. um, I guess cause creativity is like really important for me. I just kind of try to find something that can encourage me to keep going with that. And so I really, I was already doing like rainbows recently so I was like I should just make it 100 days of rainbows which I feel like in some ways I am I just stopped adding the hashtag under the pictures pretty much it's pretty <laughs> colorful every time I look at your spreads I'm like all these yes come on with the colors come on colors <laughs> so I saw that you're um, on your vision board you had it 2020 you're getting married did anything happen to that because of this whole wonderful <laughs> pandemic that we're in? Are we still well, you still we going with that? Just, we were gonna keep it simple and just mm-hmm. like go to the courthouse, but the courthouse is closed, so yeah. we can't do that yet. <laughs> Man, so I guess we'll just have to wait for that. <laughs> were you planning that too? Was that like a colorful thing you were doing too? I yeah, always wondered that because yeah. a lot of people do things in their planners, and you're like, are you like that in real life? Is everything colorful? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'll be honest. Like, I think last year I was very like, I would just wear all black. But recently, yeah, I've been like pulling out all the colors. My sister sent me these uh, rainbow earrings. And I was like, oh, I could just bring this into real life. Like, this works. <laughs> See, <laughs> this that's works. it. That's it right there. So you started sharing your planning. You got excited. You got your Instagram. When you kind of started sharing and doing all that, did you have a goal of like, hey, I want to do this? Or when did you know? I know for a fact that I want to be on this squad or this is something I'm kind of looking forward to. Um, Last year, I didn't really know about the squad until I guess after the squad was on. So like for me, it wasn't like it wasn't a big goal. Like around December, I guess I considered it, but it wasn't a big focus because I don't know. I realized that people sort of like get lost and just like aiming for the one like 
to get chosen for the squad. And then you just sort of lose like everything else you're doing because you're just focused on branding all your stuff to get noticed by the happy planner. And I'm just like, I didn't know if I could do that. And actually, um, even when they announced the, uh, the applications were open, I went back and forth like for like two weeks on it. I was like, I don't know if I could do this because I don't know if I could use one brand for a full year. I was like, I like to order on Etsy and all that and just kind of like do my own thing. Um, But there were just like so many signs that I should do it. Like so many people messaged me telling me congratulations on applying and I hadn't even applied. And they were just like, um, I was just ready to like, I guess, be uncomfortable. Everything that I did um, before then was just uncomfortable, like being on Instagram and talking to everyone was uncomfortable and doing the video application was uncomfortable. And, um, I guess that's what like brought me to. And I also realized that like, I didn't see myself on the squad. I feel like all the moms are usually like very put together and I'm not put together at all. I didn't see like, I mean, maybe Siobhan, like, she, I maybe saw myself in her a, a little, but I didn't see myself like a 25 year old mom with two kids, just like figure it out, doing rainbow spreads and all that. So that was like the biggest part for me. I was like, well, if I want to see myself, I have to put myself like in the ring. So that's, that's why I ended up applying. So you decided to do this and you're waiting. And once you get the actual news that, hey, I'm in this. What does that feel like? I was pretty shocked. I mean, I don't know if you heard how they did it, but um, they sent us a message saying that something was wrong with the application. And um, my son had just went to sleep when I saw it. So I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to do this call, I should do it now <laughs> before someone right. comes out in the background. And I did the call and she like she drug it on for like a good two minutes. Like, oh, there's something wrong <laughs> And I'm just like, what's going on? And then finally she's like, you know, and before we get into anything, like you're on the squad. And I was like, what? I was like, what in the world is going on? Like I was so, I was pretty much 90% prepared to like not get on the squad. (laughs) I don't know. Like I was just prepared not to do it. And I didn't have any emotions involved in it either. Cause I wrote my letter. I wrote myself a letter before I applied saying like, we're going to do this regardless. Like we're just going to keep going regardless. So, but yeah, it was super exciting. And then the week that we had to wait was like stressful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet it was. I bet that application process was like, kind of, it's kind of almost like when you apply for a job and yeah. they send you a letter back and they're like, thank you so much for everything. We're so excited. You're like in the running. And then you sitting there like, well, what that mean? In the running mean I'm first? <laughs> right. Is, am I 30th? Like, <laughs> Do I only get it if somebody decided they don't want this? Like, do you exactly, like me? Like, what is exactly. it? <laughs> and because no one knew, like, it just didn't feel real. Like, the next day, I checked the message to even see, like, if any of that had happened. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> so you were excited, but you yeah. had a little bit of imposter syndrome. Like, wait yes, a minute. It's not, this couldn't have been. They wasn't definitely. talking to me. This is not yes. real. Yeah, definitely. For, like, a week or two, I was just like, there's no way. Like, even after the announcements, I was like still checking. I was like, is that my picture? Like, is this real? <laughs> is that me? What is going on? 
<laughs> well, this, I mean, that's pretty dope though. Like, like I, I, I'm, I don't, you know, specifically use Happy Planner. I tried it. I think I told somebody else this before. It was all oh, there's too many boxes. I don't. I got one box <laughs> full of stuff, and after that, I'm like, what you need me to say? Like, right. <laughs> so I kind of, I, I, I've grown into using different types of planners. But I love, I absolutely love all the spreads I see where people use all the stickers and things. It blows me away. Right. Some of the things that all of you are creating, and so I'm, all, I'm, I'm happy when I see it. No matter what, because more people, more creative people means more opportunities to be inspired by creativity. So, right. I'm definitely all for it. So speaking of seeing yourself, I know that this has been like a huge thing that's going on right now with all of the craziness that's going on in the planner community. Did you feel like what you did was overshadowed at all by everything that was happening? And and if you did, then what was what was the encouragement that you got or that you gave yourself in order to kind in order to kind of push forward and, and not feel that way? You mean like did Black Lives Matter overshadow the squad announcement or No, I mean like did not specifically that, but I mean the the pressure that's coming from the community, um, the black community in the black planner community, I should say. Okay. Did that do you feel like that overshadowed like your excitement for what happened? Um, yeah, at first I was like at first I guess I didn't know what to say. Like I guess publicly what to say, how I felt about it. Um because I feel like I mean, you're black, so you know that Black Lives Matter has been going on for a while, but the worlds have never been the same. (laughs) So, like, Mm -hmm. in real life, I've had these conversations plenty of times. I mean, I grew up and was raised in Harlem, so it's, like, you know, engraved and everything. And But on, like, Instagram, it was never a conversation before. So I don't know if I felt like it was, um, like, overshadowed, but I was, like, how do I do this like on this like happy go lucky platform? <laughs> Be like, right. get it together, y'all. Like we have to make this a serious conversation. But right. Um yeah, and then I think also at first I was also very skeptical of how legitimate the conversation was. Like I didn't know if it was just a new topic to talk about because of corona, because no one else had anything to do, or you know what I mean, like I think that was it for me. Like, I don't think I was really worried about, I guess, squad being overshadowed because even Happy Planner had their own issues. So it was was just everything. But it was more like, how real is this conversation? I think that's what I was more concerned about. You know, like if we're going to have it, it needs to be legit, you know? Exactly. No, I mean, like you said, we have been out here listening to and feeling Black Lives Matter for quite some time. It didn't just start with this particular movement. I think the rest of the world, or yeah, I would say the rest of the world caught up. Right. Um, but these things are, have been felt within us for quite some time. So, um, but I think in this community, it's hard, like you said, to to kind of go with your point. This is a space where we're all trying to find our happy. Right. And trying to figure out, um, what works for us. And for some people, the happy is I'm sharing my, you know, new things that I just got, my new stickers, because right. other people are with this. I'm sharing my colorful spreads or I'm sharing my new planner or I'm sharing whatever. Like, and so this space, I guess, would be difficult to have that conversation, especially right. when you've created something for you that is so happy. And it doesn't mean that in your personal life, it's not right. there. But so basically what you're saying is you just had a difficulty of trying to connect the two because they didn't seem like they meshed and you didn't want to be a part of a trend if the conversation wasn't important right 
Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so you you got encouragement from other people, or did you just decide like you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna do this anyway? What what how did you what led you to that decision to say well, something anyway? Well, I um I have one planner friend that she's um like a little older than me, and we talk basically all the time like about everything, and we were having this discussion like you know I was basically trying to figure out um what to say. I think also it was that. The post for Happy Planner, I think that's really what like woke me up because for me, I was like, well, I don't agree with the post, <laughs> but I'm on the squad. Like, where do I, where do I stand? And I was like, I don't know if I really want people to assume that I'm just quiet, but I also, I'm not, I don't like confrontation. Like, just honestly, I don't like confrontation. Yeah. Um, but I felt like something had to be said and I did say something to Happy Planner themselves and then I did go like live and just talk about it I feel like I don't know I feel like it got personal like I think that was my issue like it got personal on both sides yeah yeah. and then like Black Lives Matter was still the topic but then we were attacking like individuals as people and I don't know I feel like the the conversation had to be on the brands on white people (laughs) not like individual people because it's like so much bigger than just you know, our little planner world, like this is real life, you know? Yeah, it's real life. And our real brothers and sisters and people who look like us are dying. And that's the real topic. Yeah. So do you feel like being a black woman in the planner community with the platform that you do have, and as I'm sure it's going to grow with everything that you're doing, do you feel like you, you have a responsibility or do you feel like, um, do you feel like you have a responsibility to talk about these things or I do. Are you I, just trying to to keep your your peace? I do. I feel like I have a responsibility. I mean, one thing I did get out of being on the squad this last month just with all this chaos is like kind of finding my confidence. I feel like it would just be worse like being quiet and all this all this noise and I feel like if I'm already there, like in the room with these people, like something needs to be said. Like I couldn't just sit there and be quiet and just like, I guess, take the exposure and then just move on. Like, bye y'all. Like I made it. I'm out. Like, I I don't know. Like, I don't like that. So, yeah, I mean, all my posts today, I was like, you guys got to, you know, stop being racist (laughs) and uh, show up for LGBTQ people because Mm -hmm. it's important. Like people, more people are going to see what I'm sharing. And I guess I feel like if they just see that, like me as a black person, just like, ah, we did it last week. Like it's done. It'll give everyone else a pass to do the same. And we don't need that. Like it's over. Like it's time to change. Like actual change needs to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely grateful for like everyone who followed me and all the shares of like, oh, support black creatives and everything like that. But I feel like it shouldn't be like a movement to follow a black creative. Like you should just follow them because they're creative. <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? That right like, there. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, like that was like my issue. And so I'm like, this is cool. But like, I knew some of these black shops that were out and, it was like, I don't know, it was unrealistic to me or like unbelievable to me that some of these brands that have been out for longer than I've been in the community, like people didn't know who they were and you guys have been out as long as them, like just some things. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like as I'm growing, I definitely need to speak up because 
people need to hear like this is consistent. You know what I mean? Not something that we're just going to leave in June of 2020, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that part of the reason why, and I mean, I can't speak for Happy Planner because I don't know their criteria, but I, mm-hmm. I can speak for myself as a follower and saying part of the reason why your story is is the way that it is and how it's growing is because of who you are. It's because of what you're posting. It's because of how um, authentic you are in finding the things that make you happy and, and sharing that with the yeah. world. And part of that experience for you is being a black woman. Right. So that you talking about those things is just part of your experience. When you're planning in your planner and you're using all your colorful stickers, some of the things you're dealing with and writing down and having to do um, right. coincide with your life, with who you are, with being a mom, with being a black mom. So right. all those things are important definitely to talk about. Um, are How are you hoping to inspire others with some of the things that you're going to share? Um, I'm hoping that people realize that the conversations like don't have to be so intense that it can be a normal conversation. I think, I feel like for like, because the community is like so positive focused that they avoided the racial conversation so long because being racist isn't a fun conversation. Like learning that you're racist isn't a positive conversation, but it's a real conversation. And if you, you know, think about, I don't know, all these stickers you're putting in your planner about being kind and being respectful and all that, then you can look at why you're offending other people and being discriminative to other people and things like that. And I think that if you have those conversations, you know, as simple as in, you know, your creative space, you can definitely bring that out into your real life. You know what I mean? Like people learn things different ways. And so I think, you know, if you include it in your art, if that's how people are learning, then maybe they'll learn something, you know? True. True. And I think this this gives up at us an opportunity, too, to understand um Over the last few years, I will probably say for me, probably the last five, and I'm sure longer than that for a lot of people who've just been involved in social media since its inception, like me, we've gotten away from being real people on social media. And and it's hard to not be a real person when something real is smacking you in the face. Right. So, you know, it's easy for you to post a picture or post a black square or post something to say, I'm listening, but... The problem with that is if you really aren't doing anything or doing the work, it's going to show at this point. And now, instead of it just being a scroll past, you're being watched with a magnifying glass. Right, right. Because we don't want to spend our money with people who are listening on Instagram and still being like racist in real life or being willfully ignorant in -hmm. in real life. So it's definitely it's it's definitely a pulling off of this this veil that like Instagram is this place where you can just come and be happy and be wonderful and and all of that means you can't also be real. You can right, be both. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, you have to do you can do both. Like no one's saying that you have to, you know, be Malcolm X on Instagram every day. <laughs> but you can do both. You can definitely, you know, speak out and be like, hey, I'm still here. I still support black lives or, you know, when you're shopping, make a conscious choice to shop black or you know, support black creatives and not just scroll past them and things like that. Um, And still talk to people that aren't the same as you. You can do that. That's very easy. You know what I mean? Um, 
I mean, people watch YouTube all the time. There are so many YouTubers that are giving all their AdSense and everything to, you know, uh, like black organizations and things like that. Like simple things that you can do and still be happy and still enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's true. It's true. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to share their creativity, but they just aren't, they don't feel like they're there with their art or they actually have it all together? Because you said to yourself, I I don't always have myself all together. And I'm sure that there might be someone listening who maybe feels the same way you feel, but they look at you and they're like, look at all of her spreads, you know? (laughs) So what advice would you give to someone who may, who may have that feeling? I would say one, just like, just jump in, you know, just post and jump in and learn as you go. And I would say to really only share the art that you want to share. I mean, if you're focused on followers, then the people that follow you are going to follow you because they like your art. They like what you're doing already. And they like what you're doing as you're growing. You know what I mean? If you start doing things because I don't know, like one post got more likes than the last one then it's not going to feel legit. You're not going to stay in it, you know, for a while. I mean, I'm sure that when you started your podcast, you were like, what's going to like, what's going to work? What's not going to work. But if you just went with whatever was trendy, I don't know, would it still work? I don't think so. Right. So no. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I did this because I wanted to do what I'm doing now. Tell right. stories. I'm a storyteller at heart. And I think that's what's important, but I get it. People start things and they go, oh, well, this is cool. So let me try that. Or this is the new thing. So let me try that. Yeah. And then when you're not passionate about it, it doesn't work. Yeah. And also when you're finding like inspiration, like you need like make it your own. You know what I mean? Like I follow plenty of people that aren't doing bright spreads and I'm like, wow, that looks really cool. But like, I'm not going to use all that neutral stuff. Like I'm not going to use it. Um, but I'll like see how I can make it my own. I think that's like the most important thing like you don't need to buy everything that someone has or you know do things exactly the way they have but you can take what you like about someone else and just like make it your own and make it work for you yeah yeah definitely what advice would you give to someone who maybe wants to apply for the happy planner squad or maybe apply this year and didn't get in um what advice would you give for for someone to kind of keep pushing for that Um, I would say for the squad, I would say like, don't spend your, like this entire year focused on getting on the squad. I tell you guys, I did not, (laughs) I did not focus on getting on the squad the whole year. I mean, be yourself. Everyone that's on the squad this year is literally like themselves. Like they're just exactly how they post, they share, like they're themselves. And I think almost all of them were just like so surprised they got on because a lot of them weren't focused on what happy planner would like or what Hannah would like or anything like that. They were just like doing their own thing. And I think that's what you have to do. I also think you shouldn't get too emotionally invested in the squad part. You should be focused on the community part. I mean, the squad is just another way of reaching the community. You know what I mean? Like, there are people that have more followers than me that will have more followers after that, like after this experience, you know what I mean? Like just do your own thing. I think that's like the most important part. 
you don't have to be on the squad to be in the planner community. You don't have to be on the squad to feel um, validation. I mean, you really don't, you know? Yeah, that's true. What has your experience been like so far? And what do you anticipate or expect for it to be like for the rest of your time? <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, so far, <laughs> I could tell you it's great, but I don't know. You you know everything that's going on. It's been pretty wild. I don't know. It's been interesting. Like, I feel like the friendships there, like the people on the spot are like, have been super supportive. Um, and it's just been everything else that's been like been a mess but I'm definitely going to try to get back into just focusing on the creating and you know using my platform the best way I can to remind people that Black Lives Matter today tomorrow and forever and um, doing that and not so focused on I guess the drama that's been going on you know what I mean like getting lost in all that noise Um, yeah yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't know. I don't know. Like, I didn't know half of this, like half of this stuff. Like, I was just legit, like making rainbows last month. <laughs> and like, I feel like now that I'm like, splashed into the middle of it. I'm like, what in the world? What is going on over here? Like, but I'm hopeful that everything will be much better. I mean, it seems that way. Yeah, yeah. I think if you if you want my opinion, I honestly think yeah, I that <laughs> you <laughs> it, it's hard I, I to be in the place that you're in because you've never you've never been in a place to have to navigate this before like right. you've navigated separately you've navigated your life and your blackness and who you are and what you know and what you love in your personal life and what, what means something to you in your personal life and you've navigated what planning means to you and how you use that and what right. what type of instrument it is for your happiness. But you've never had to marry the two because they, never. they've <laughs> never been in a place to be married. So I think that you just keep doing you and keep, yeah. you know, how you're encouraging others to do them. Do you because it's you that's the most important and you know who you are and what you want and what you like and what all of this means you take it in you process it the best way you know how and you put out what you think is going to speak to what you've already been doing it's it's just a lot easier for you to continue to do the things that you've been doing right than to shift into something different because that's the way these things are trending drama or not like No, I get it. I understand people will have things to say, but I don't think it ever really, in, from what I'm understanding about your story, it didn't matter before. So right, right. why does it matter now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, just using the same tools I had on like the same scale. <laughs> just like. Yes. Yeah. Because it's great. And because even if you're saying something like Black Lives Matter and we need to support each other in our LGBT, you know, Q community and any of those things, you're still doing it as you. So right. it's still going to have the same impact, which I think you're doing a great job at. So thank you. Thank you. It's just me. I'm all for the happy. <laughs> Sometimes uncomfortable can be happy, too. You right. You got to exactly. sit in that. So. I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Thank you. You've been such a pleasure to talk to. You've been such a pleasure to talk to. I love this. This is fun. I like this. (laughs) 
that's it for this week's episode i definitely want to thank jasmine for being open and being honest and being willing to share her story it's definitely one i think i learned from and i hope that you did too make sure you check her out on her instagram at jazz up the plan she's got a great challenge going on that i think is going to encourage you and i can't wait to be a part of that hey i know you like this podcast make sure you share and like and subscribe and hop on over to my instagram at plan on purpose and tell me what you think about this episode let me know if there's anything else you want to hear or want to chat about because remember i'm here to talk if you really listen